That's cool. That's really cool. Because what do they usually use? I guess they use like an iOS uh, language, right? Yeah, I mean, t- typically you have to write in Objective-C or, or Swift for iOS. And oh, yeah, Swift. That's Java, I- Java for Android. <laughs> Good thing we're not recording video. I'm surprised my cat hasn't jumped up here because he's kind of a jerk. Welcome to the Web of Tomorrow. We're your hosts, Riley Carasquillo and... And I'm Adam Harris. And today, we are going to talk about not at all anything that we said we were going to talk about last week, as usual. But today, we're going to talk about how you can use JavaScript, CSS, and HTML to create uh, mobile apps, right? Right. Awesome. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this thing called Cordova slash... Phone gap. Sweet. Why is it called that? It, well, it's, it's got kind of a complicated history that I don't think anyone quite fully understands. But like, I think a, I think Adobe started it, and they called it Phone Gap. But then I think they handed it over to Apache to make it open source, and they had to give it a new name for some reason. So it's called Cordova under Apache. But then it's weird because Adobe maintains a fork of that, and they call it. They call it phone gap and uh, Adobe adds some additional features. If you want to pay Adobe for those features, that's an interesting setup. Adobe is definitely a very interesting company. I feel like they, they dabble in a whole lot of random things in very random ways too. Like the only thing that I think is very straightforward that I know that they do is like their, you know, their, photo manipulation tools and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) They're creative um, cloud, I guess you could say. Yeah. And actually, I don't know if it still is, but phone gap used to be built into some versions of dreamweaver. Oh really? I have dreamweaver. Actually, you could could build it with, um, dreamweaver and then, so basically Adobe, the additional features you could pay for is called phone gap build. And, you you don't even have to have a Mac computer to make an iOS app, which typically you have to have. That's a that's a requirement. You have to have a Mac computer to make an iPhone app. But what they would do is you'd send off your code to Adobe servers, and then they would they would compile it into an app for you. So say you want to start using this. What do you do? Do you get on? Is it kind of typical where you um, is it an app that you download, or is it like? Uh, something you download through Node.js. Like, what is it that you? How do you start this process of using Cordova? Yeah, it's really easy. You just install it with Node or npm. You just do npm install dash g Cordova, and then you've got. Um, it's basically you've got a command line tool, and so they've got a command where you can create a new Cordova app, and it creates a a basic structure for your app with the with different folders, and you've got a www folder. And that's where you put all your code. But you've also got a plugins folder, and that's where all of your different plugins will live. And then you've got a plat- platforms folder, and that will have like an Android folder inside of it and an iOS folder inside of that. So, what are some of its limitations? Well, it can take advantage of all the different native functionalities of a phone, like text messaging and GPS. And Dude, I, working re- remotely with us, I think. 
I'm, I become more interviewing. Well, yeah, well, you you need to because I'm the only one that knows about this topic. So <laughs> I guess so. Technically, I don't know about it. Wait, you're the only one in the whole world. Did you build Cordova? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But at my last job, it was it was my job to build the Cordova app. Oh, cool. How was that? So can, tell us a little bit about that process. What did that feel like, and what was that like? I guess. Um, do you want me to talk about the limitations first? Yeah, tell us about it in the in the scope of what you were doing, if you can. I don't want you to share company secrets, obviously, but you know, I mean, tell us what you can tell us. Yeah, well, I didn't know anything about Cordova when I got that job, and uh, their documentation is really pretty good. Uh, one thing that's lacking, I guess, is th- at least at the time, this was like two years ago, was the the number of plugins. And, and the quality of plugins. So, for instance, we needed, we, we basically needed three different plugins for different things like te- text messaging that didn't really exist in a very good form. And so, actually, for the text messaging plugin, I had to, I had to take an existing one that worked on Android and I had to take another one that worked pretty well for iOS and then combine them into one plugin and then improve it a little bit. So that kind of stink because <laughs> you're only supposed to be writing like JavaScript, HTML, and CSS. But for these plugins, I had to go in and, and change them. And that meant I had to look at some native code, I had to look at some Objective-C code for iOS, and I had to look at some Android uh, Java code for Android. And then also, it, it's really good for getting started fast. Uh, using a technology that you already know, but it's not as performant as native code. So I'm looking at this, uh, I'm just looking at an article really quick, and I just wanted to say, I guess, so I guess there's several of these out there. These, uh, they call them cross-platform mobile apps type thing or something like that. And and they're, they're looping in, I think a lot of these are probably quite a bit different, you know? Because they probably are for the purpose of being able to make changes between your mobile app and your web app, but they're looping in this uh, Cordova as well under under this. So I guess there's like a like a mobile Angular UI that you can use as well. Well, I mean, you can use Angular in a Cordova app, right? And Bootstrap and anything else, I guess, that you could use as far as JavaScript and libraries and frameworks right yeah and there's this thing called ionic yeah and that's sorry that's the other thing i was gonna that's actually the first thing i was gonna say but then i saw that really quick but yeah go ahead tell us about ionic yeah ionic is basically it uses cordova and angular interesting that's that's really that's pretty much what it is there's more to it than that but it's cordova and angular and then uh meteor also comes with cordova so you can make a meteor website and then also publish it with Cordova to a mobile app. So obviously they have like jQuery mobile, which is like specifically for mobile. And then there's like Onsen UI. Yeah. So th- those are just UIs actually on the Cordova app that I made. We use jQuery UI. That makes sense. Were you, was Angular fairly popular around that time? I don't know how long ago this was. Yeah, it was. I, I just didn't know it. So we were just basically using jQuery UI and then vanilla JavaScript. So really quick, let me say this. There are several native languages to mobile development that we haven't really mentioned. And 
That includes Java for Android and Objective-C and Swift for iOS development. So do we want to talk a little bit about that and maybe go into a little bit more detail about that? <laughs> I've, I've never um, done native development, but um, I mean, if you've got the resources and the knowledge of how to do that, then that's probably your best route to making mobile apps, but not everyone can learn both platforms, right? So that's why there's all these different native or hybrid solutions. Yeah, and just to go a little bit into into this, you know, uh, most companies today are doing mobile app of some sort, uh, especially where it's really necessary to increase efficiency or, you know, there's just many reasons why you would want to jump in to getting a mobile app as well as a web app. And, uh, and this makes it, um, well, there's those hybrid solutions and then things like Cordova or PhoneGap uh, make it so that you can work between the two. You don't necessarily have to learn a new language or jump out of the environment, I guess, that you're used to or the languages that you're used to, which is super cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would say you only want to do a mobile app, in my opinion, if you need to take advantage of some sort of native functionality or if you just really want an icon on people's home screen. But if it's just informational content, I, I typically advise people just do a website. But, yeah, that's what that's what's really great about Cordova or PhoneGap is you've got access to all the native features with camera and file system and contacts and GPS and all that stuff. And going back to a little bit to before what we were talking about with, uh, well, the article that I was reading out loud, uh, it looks like there's just a ton of support that's going into uh, this, I guess, hybrid movement and, uh, you know, like Angular and jQuery and all these different frameworks are making uh, mobile-friendly type tools so that you can, you know, focus on uh, doing the same things that you would typically do in uh, a mobile but using JavaScript instead. Yeah. Yeah, and there's different approaches. There's some approaches where you write it in JavaScript and then it actually turns that JavaScript code into native code. But that's not, that's not what um, Cordova is doing. Or um, then there's approach that React Native is taking where it's actually running the JavaScript in the app, but it's not running inside of a web view. It's running in a native view. So, so the approach that Cordova takes is it's running your JavaScript in a web view and then the plugins, and then the plugins are a JavaScript library, sort of that you can call from your JavaScript, and then the plugins call the native code. And Adam, this might be a really good time to also remind everybody about uh, Chrome Developer Tools and uh, how it has that ability to debug and do things with mobile. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's a little bit more in context 
now than when we talked about it earlier. Yeah, so it's actually super cool with Cordova and Chrome Developer Tools because you can plug your phone into your computer and then you run your Cordova app and it will run the phone on your on your device. But then you can use Chrome Remote Debugging and you can, you've got all your standard developer tools for the app that's running on your phone. So it's, it's, it's super cool. Yeah, this has been actually really informative and, and pretty cool to talk about because it's, it's not something that I knew a lot about before we uh, jumped into the, today's webisode. But, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about it, and this is also a really great thing to know for those entrepreneurial-type programmers out there. A lot, there's a lot, I feel like there's a lot more um, entrepreneurs learning programming because, you know, they want to keep their organization fairly bare bones and cheap and they want to be able to get their product or whatever it is off uh off the uh out of just the thought process and into like a materialized idea and uh and so this is cool because you know you can if you do need mobile or that's something that you want to do then you have the ability to do that right you have the ability to uh to do it yourself you can without having to learn a bunch of different languages. And ultimately, it's really just dependent on your skills. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is probably a good time to remind everybody that we love doing this. We're having a really good time doing it. Uh, we hope that you guys are getting a lot of value out of it and a really great way to show us that you are getting a lot of value out of it is to rate or subscribe or comment or do any of those, you know, cool diddly type things. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us for this journey and we hope that you continue to do so. And we hope that you also continue to give us good feedback on what we can do better or things that you guys are most interested in and like to hear about. Look forward to seeing you guys next week. Next time on the web of tomorrow, we're going to be talking about, how, different things that you can plug your light bulbs into for optimizing your JavaScript. <laughs>